Chelsea O'Brien here. I have so been looking forward to this podcast. We have our very first installment of the Counselor's Corner, and I am here with one, two, three, four of our favorite people at the Clarkson Family Farm. We're going to start off on my right here with one Aiden O'Brien. Aiden, can you introduce yourself and just kind of um, say a little bit about how you're connected to the farm? Yeah. Um, hi, I'm Aiden O'Brien. Um, I'm connected to the farm because my mom like owns and runs it. I've been doing um, like camps and uh, like the counseling since really the farm started. So yep. that's really how I got connected to it. It was a forced situation. No, you love doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Aiden's great. Um, and yeah, it's it's a family farm. So we definitely have involved uh, everyone in our family. And Aiden has been fishing since he's been like two. So um, outdoors kind of guy. And he was a great addition to our counseling team. And then we've got Grace Howard. Welcome, Grace. Why don't you share a little bit about who you are and how you're connected to the farm? I'm Grace Howard, and I, in first or second grade, I joined the garden. I was the first person to join garden club, and then I just have stayed connected since. Yeah, so you're in ninth grade now. Yeah. So we have to give a little backstory on that. Garden Club has been going on since our family, the O'Brien family, moved here from Ferndale, and we started the Learning Garden. And it, uh, I won't give a huge background about the um, impetus of the Learning Garden, but I was the beautification chairperson. I came with all of this background for outdoor education, but I was a chair of one. And I thought to myself, this is really boring to be out here doing all of this gardening by myself. I should invite some kids to come join me. And that's how the garden club started, like, what, seven years ago? I guess it's been almost seven years. And Grace, you were the first person that signed up. It was awesome. We ended up having about 80 kids in our garden club. It was incredible and really spurred um, the development of the Clarkston family farm. So... Allison Pasena. Did I pronounce the last name correctly? Pasena. Pasena. I was so close. So Allison, um, share about your connection to the Clarkson Family Farm, a little bit about who you are. So glad you're here today. So my mom, she connected us. She heard about the farm. I'm not actually sure who she heard about the farm from, but we live really close by and my sister and I also live on a farm. And so we have experience with animals. My mom thought it would be really fun for us to get involved in something like this. And so I think two years ago, we started volunteering at Camp Wild. And we've had a lot of fun. We've done a lot of really cool projects and helped with a lot of camps. It's been an amazing experience just getting to see the kids and work with um, the animals and the kids and get the kids outside. It's been really great. Oh my gosh, Allison, I love it. And as you're telling your connection, I'm thinking about our Oakland County Fair you helped with. I mean, I, it could go categorically down and list like five to seven things. And now I'm remembering the first year we did our special needs camp, SCAMP. I think you and your sister, Evelyn, and your mom, Connie, also helped with that, if I'm remembering correctly. So, my gosh, Garden Club and Camp Wild and Scamp, and then we do the science, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, fair at the Oakland County Fair. Just, I 
I'm so glad you're a part of this team. It's amazing. Thank you, Allison, for being here today. And yes, we have another family member. I am uh, <laughs> shamelessly including all of the talented people in my family. This is Delaney O'Brien. Delaney, welcome. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do at the farm. You've been with us the whole time and hundreds and maybe thousands of hours you put in at the Clarkson Family Farm. I mean, I'm, I love the farm. I'm basically there all the time. I worked at the market there and um, Camp Wild is like a part of me now. <laughs> it's so sweet. Um, but yeah, I've... Don't you feel exactly the same way, Ada, that Camp Wild is like <laughs> yeah. part of who you are? Summers yeah. would not be complete without Camp mm -hmm. Wild. Always. <laughs> I mean, it's just like a plan. Like, okay, this is what I do. And then I got to do Camp Wild. I mean, like I've been doing it for years now. Yes, so. you have. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And you were a part of that like original core team. This is like our origin story right now. <laughs> but um, at Independence Elementary School as yep, well. Like fifth grade. Yeah. Yep. You had an amazing crew of um, friends that were part of Garden Club, but you also helped to build the Learning Garden. And I, I don't know, honey, I couldn't do it without you. You've just been incredible. So let's have a little fun with a game I like to play. You guys know what I'm going to do. Um, we have, uh, obviously, uh, just an incredible team of dedicated young people that really care themselves about nature. And you guys already, you know, love being outside. You love gardening. You love working with animals. Otherwise, you wouldn't be, you know, drawn towards the Clarkston Family Farm. So... We really like to um, just decompress a little bit after each of our Camp Wild sessions or even Garden Club. And um, those of you who have been a, a part of these programs know that after the campers leave or our club members get picked up by their parents, we have just a little moment where we order some food, we have some drinks, and we play the game Two I Likes and an I Wish. And it's a way for us to really be thinking deeply about how we can make our programs better. So we'll jump around a little bit. Um, let's start, let's really focus, I think, on Camp Wild because it's a week-long program. Um, more, uh, mostly it's from nine to 12. We do have a week of um, full day camp, but usually it's three hours in the morning and each day is dedicated to a different ecosystem. And within that theme for the day, we do I don't know, four or five, six different activities sometimes. We always have games that we play. Um, sometimes we even do snacks that are in and around the theme. Um, so I'll just briefly uh, bring our audience up to date with what those themes are. Uh, Monday, we focus on wonderful wetlands, and it's all about just water and ecosystems in and around the wetlands. Tuesdays, we like to delve into our marvelous meadows um, and it's all the meadow ecosystem. Wednesdays is what's under our feet so it's like geology and composting, worms, that kind of thing. Thursdays we usually work on fantastic forests and that whole ecosystem and then Fridays we finish strong by taking a field trip. You guys remember this? Where do we go? Bittersweet. <laughs> We've been doing it for like five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah,
us. We have a theme song for each day too. So um, yeah, Friday, uh, we, we take a trip and we walk down. It's about a quarter mile, not too far actually, Allison, from your house. Yeah. yeah. Just, down the road. <laughs> Just down the road, there's um, an organic farm. It's run by two of my very good friends who we'll meet on the podcast in a couple of weeks, Bob McGowan and Barbara Hamilton. They run a wonderful organic farm, and they have a program that's called Plant Your Row for the Hungry. And we feel that part of Camp Wild, it's really important to teach our kids not only about where their food comes from, but that not everybody always has enough food to eat. So we can um, grow food and we can share it with our community. So Friday is a bittersweet farm. So two I likes and an I wish. Each day we go through all of our activities and we think about what we enjoy doing. So does anybody want to start? Are they thinking about a particular I wish or a particular I like of one of those days? You've been many, many Camp Wild summers, so there's a lot to choose from. Somebody want to jump in? Oh, well, I'm immediately thinking about... Uh, the echolocation game that you came up oh, with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, please. I mean, I didn't come up with it. I can't take credit for it, but... Yeah, it was yeah. A, another camp that you had gone to for your singing, yeah. right? Yeah. And tell us a little bit about how you um, came up with that game. I'm immediately thinking that was your I like, for sure. Oh, well, of course. Uh, I mean, like, what we did at our, at our acapella camp, uh, it's called Bloody Potato. But, um, <laughs> that didn't fit in with our ecosystem, no, by the way. Not, not, not really. Um, so we made it more appropriate for ages 5 to 12, which, by the way, is the age for Camp Wild. So those that's kind of the age group we work with. So what did we end up calling it? Uh, I think echolocation. It was an echolocation, echolocation game. I thought it was bats, bats and flies. Or bats and flies. Yeah. 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 And we were thinking about, like, okay, so bats tend to live down by the wetlands. I think it was that wetland day. It was bats and mosquitoes. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So that was an eye like for you. For sure. Oh, Do you remember that one? Gracie? Yeah, I, I love that game. I think the kids really enjoyed that. Yeah. Anybody else have an I like that they can remember from Camp Wild? Go ahead. I mean, like, Aiden, of course, with, like, the wetlands, because we're going for wetlands now. Yeah, if you guys like... wanted to stick with the theme of wetlands, sure. I mean, <laughs> take it away, Aiden. Uh, Well, I mean, I liked, personally, like, going in the wetlands and, like, catching the frogs and stuff and then showing them to the kids. I do have an I wish, though. I wish I didn't fall in the water. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and tip the kayak over. But, like, we don't have to worry about that right now. So, <laughs> yeah, and a lot okay. of kids drop their belongings in the pond. And that was a learning that opportunity. That was, learning. That was <laughs> We spent a while trying to get a necklace out of water. Oh, my gosh. Do you have anything that you remember about wetlands or an I, I like or an I wish? Well, honestly, I think my favorite part of, about the wetlands is later coming back and the kids are so proud to show off all the the little critters they caught in the water. They are like, here's my mud skipper and whatever. So excited to show it off to everybody. It's really, it's really sweet. Alice, I'm really glad that you brought that up because it's one of the things that is so important to me. Um, you know, I People that have been listening to this podcast know that, you know, I grew up on the farm and we had um, a lot of property and I spent a great deal of my childhood just out building forts and catching frogs and, and doing all these kind of fun, messy, hands-on activities. And I don't know how many of the kids nowadays, I found some like such an old lady, but nowadays it seems like they, but 
can you guys all speak to that just a little bit? And this might be like a general I wish, but don't you find that a lot of kids that come to Camp Wild, even though they do naturally love the outdoors or they wouldn't be signing up for a program like Camp Wild, they're not catching frogs. They're not getting down in the muck, like doing pond dipping. Did you guys ever find that to be something that you noticed that these were all new experiences for them? Yeah, yeah, I think that kids like right now, like all they're focused on is like electronics and stuff like that. So it's great for them to be able to like go outside and not have to worry about like what they're doing on their electronics all day. And yeah, I mean, like at Camp Wild, like sure at the beginning, you'll hear them talk about like, you know, the games they're playing, what's going on. But like when you go throughout the week, they're just like, oh, my God, did you see that like thing I got yesterday in the pond I'm just like no way mine was totally better than yours because I got this one and they're like talking about like what they found like in the world you know it's it's yeah it's something different you know yep yep oh my gosh and I'm also thinking about you guys bring so much to that experience as um, really leaders for them I mean again these are kids that are like 5 to 12 years old and they're looking up to you, frankly. You guys are, you know, 16, 17, 18 years old. You're like the cool kids on the block, right? And I think it's a real opportunity for you to um, mentor that sense of adventure. And um, I wonder if maybe you guys could talk a little bit about that because it is something I think that you can uniquely bring to the program. I run Camp Wild with other certified teachers and we're teachers. I happen to think we're pretty cool teachers, but we're not teenagers. And it's one thing for Mrs. O'Brien or naturalist Nancy to say, no, you should really try catching this uh, monarch butterfly. Or you should really um, go ahead and get your hands in the dirt and, and pick out that worm. But if you guys show them that it's okay to do, and not only is it okay to do, it's actually kind of cool, and you should go ahead and get a little dirty and get a little money and take some risks. Do you guys have any personal experiences around that where you had to kind of encourage kids to try some things new? I see Allison a little bit shaking her head, yeah? Yeah, it's um, pretty common to have to try to help encourage one of the kids to do it. Anything, Any of the activities, really, there's normally at least one or two kids who are hesitant to try something at first. But it's just really rewarding to see like the look on their faces when they try it and they really love doing it. Um, I can think of probably a couple instances where I've helped a, one of the little girls or boys who didn't really want to do something, try something, and then and really enjoying doing it. And yeah, it's really, really great to see. Do you guys remember that final day when we're walking the whole quarter mile down to Bittersweet? Oh my gosh, it was so exhausting. Oh my Is gosh. it exhausting? Talk to me about that a little bit because I think, eh, come on, it's a 10-minute walk. This is not a big deal. For those kids, this is a huge deal. It's like an expedition. So I know you guys have stories about that. In fact, I'm looking over at Grace because I have a photograph, I kid you not, of one Grace Howard when you were just um, right at the end of being able to be maybe a camper and you were kind of getting a little bit too old and then you're going to be a counselor maybe the next year. And I think one Maddie McGraw carried you about half the way to this. Well, I was like 10. I was 10. Not like not 11. little, little. Not like little, little, but like, yeah, I just, well, yeah, 
because I'm like so I was super close with all of them so I was just like hanging out with them a bunch and so and I you just, still hang I, out with them a bunch. Yeah, and I still <laughs> hang out with them a bunch, but, like, I'm not on Maddie's back all the time, but, yeah. It is so fun to see the connections that the counselors and the campers make throughout the week. So let's finish up. We, um, gosh, we could talk for hours. In fact, I was thinking about our game, Two I Likes and an I Wish, and we go through around the circle, and we're trying to eat lunch, and everybody's, you know, needs to get home. And an hour and a half later, we still haven't gotten through our Two I Likes and an I Wish because there's always so much to um, be thinking about and reminiscing about. And um, you guys have always been really good, too, about helping me as the camp director be looking at organizing the groups because one of the things that Gracie you're reminding me of is it's so much about relationships the activities are super fun the learning is always important as a teacher and as a mom I always want to get in that sneaky science but the friendships and the relationships and the risks these kids take when they're at Camp Wild are, I just think they're, they're going to remember them their whole lives. Mm -hmm. I know that you will, right? Yeah. And, and Aiden's been part of camp and, you know, Delaney, you know, throughout the years. I still meet kids when we started doing Camp Wild now five years ago um, that are like, remember when Aiden caught all those frogs and then that bullfrog ate one of the other ones? <laughs> <laughs> This perfect example of pecking order within a wetland ecosystem. No. <laughs> but um yeah, I just I just want to um thank you guys for, for all being here. And so let's just let's finish up by going through and maybe helping me um have an I wish for future, future campers future counselors. Um, maybe Grace will start with you. We'll just pop around. Do you have a, an I wish for me and, and for the farm and for future programs? Um, I think that I wish that all of the kids would realize that they don't have to be in like a group with a certain person and that they can like make different friendships and then we don't have to change the groups around all the time so that they can be with their friend and maybe to meet new friends. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great I wish. Yep. And that's a good lesson to learn just in life. And that, again, it goes back to like Camp Wild is so much about the learning. It's also about figuring out like, okay, how can I move beyond my comfort zone and maybe be with some new kids? And I think a great platform for being able to take those social risks is just being outside playing games in nature, building forts, doing things with different people in that context is, is great. Um, Aiden, do you want to go next? Do you have an I wish? Um, I, I don't really know. Like, I think I would wish that next time, like... More, more <laughs> fort building? You always like, love the fort building. Everybody loves building yeah, forts. Yeah, I think I would wish that, like, maybe we could have more days where it comes to, like, going in the wetlands and finding stuff or building forts because I know the kids like that a lot. And they only get a day to do that stuff, so. Yeah, I've often had kids say, oh, I wish we could do more of these five things. I've had parents that have asked, can you make this camp two weeks? Because really we could spend at least two days on each one of these things. We could spend a whole day just fort building. And I think that's a good suggestion. Um, anyone else want to jump in? It's Allison and Delaney. You guys have an I wish for me? Um, I wish and I just hope that we continue to... I don't know, push kids past their comfort zone in that kind of way. 
um, and just pushing them to experience new things because I know that they'll never like forget it. Um, and I also wish that we could do again, like Ian said, more stuff. Like, of course, we do it all the time. I mean, that's all about what Camp Wild is. We're always like running around or doing something like on our feet with our hands, getting dirty, and it's awesome. Um, but I, I wish that we could. I don't know, build more things or like in the woods, like kind of like pioneers like that or find real creatures, more of that. Um, I don't know, more of, yeah. I don't know if you know what I mean. Yeah, I, th- I think I do. And I'm also wondering if there might be something we could do collaboratively over time that like we build on every year. Because I always feel a little bit sad after we spend all these times like building wigwams and learning about shelter building and everything that the forest can provide. And then we take them all down and I'm like, wah, wah. Well, we worked so hard on those. And the kids will come back during the summer and they'll be like, oh, what, what? Where's my wigwam? And I'm like, yeah, we, we took it down because the camp was over. So I don't know, I'll think about maybe a way we can incorporate that. I think that's a wonderful I wish. Thank you, Delaney. All right, Allison, let's finish up with you. I just really wish that we continue to do things like this that we're doing with all the kids, all the camps, and we continue to help build those relationships between campers and counselors and just um, connections with the environment and the community. That's a lot in a little, try to narrow it down, but that's, yeah, that's my biggest wish. That's awesome. Well, with your help, this is what we're doing. I, I said this in my text message out to you guys when I'm like, all right, we're going to meet and we're going to do this podcast. You are the heart of this program. And it would be greatly diminished without counselors like you. And I just want to thank you guys for being a part of this. And I dig it. So let's finish with the one, two, three, I dig it. One, two, three. Dig Dig it. it.